Boom! There it is, ladies and gents. We are ready to rock and roll on another one. And I don't know about you guys, but there are times where I feel like I'm just meant for more. Is that you? Well, then this episode is the one you've been waiting for. Let's get this one on the road. Here we go. Shut up and sit down. Look, a business can give you everything you want in life. Prestige, wealth, freedom. It can also take everything away from you. This show is for those who are willing to take that risk. These are the real-life stories of entrepreneurs. But before we start, I have one small favor to ask. Please leave a comment. It can be advice, critiques, tips, feedback, or share this with someone because your engagement is the most valuable and most powerful form of social currency. So thank you, and welcome to another episode of Business Boss! All right, ladies and gents, who do we got on the show today? Ever have that feeling like you were meant for more? Like there's a version of you that just needs to be unleashed. You just don't know what that is or how to do it. Then maybe you need a guide to help you find that self-awareness. I mean, imagine knowing exactly where you were going, clearly being able to envision your future self. That is what coaching can do for you. And today's guest is helping her clients embrace their full potential and start living vibrantly. Let's welcome to the show, Megan Ruer. All right, Megan, welcome to the program. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to learn about what it is that you do for people because uh, let's be honest, at some point in your career as any type of professional, even as an entrepreneur, you deal with this feeling of unworthiness, this imposter syndrome that sets in. Uh, before we start talking about how you help people get over things like that, uh, let me know your story. How'd you, how'd you end up in this space? Uh well, I'm a mama of four kids and two are special needs. And so I've always had, I'm a very creative person. I've always had the desire to run and own my own businesses. And so they've kind of over the years just moved from, I was a hairstylist. I went out on my own, had an in-home salon. Then it evolved into the direct sales world where I lit, um, built a large organization, became a six-figure earner and really just loved sales. But what I really discovered in that journey was I really, really, my superpower is finding the power in people and kind of pulling them into that, whether that's just income-based, like what's your goals, but really just who are you and what gifts do you have to offer to this world? And how do we make sure you believe in those and embrace those and live those out? Because that's truly where our joy comes from and our passion comes from. And so it's been an evolving entrepreneurship journey. This is coaching has is kind of like my fourth successful pursuit. And so I obviously, I think many entrepreneurs have a little bit of an ADHD brain and that we always like to create something new and more. And so that's a little bit of my story and my journey. Um, and this is just, you know, work from home moms and entrepreneurs and small business owners. They're my passion because as you said, we can really deal with comparison and imposter syndrome and just really feel like, what am I doing? What did I get myself into? Am I created for this? Can I do this? And so that's my passion, empowering women and to just really discover how they can win in it and not face so much of those insecurities and really come into the confidence of who they are. 
I like your superpower. You'll be able to find people's essentially their self-awareness. They might not know that this is their skill set because oftentimes when you're good at something, for you, it's just second nature. Like this is just something I do on a regular basis. It's nothing special. Anybody can do what I do, but that's not always necessarily the case. There, You need somebody to come along and say, no, that thing that you're doing right there, that's special. That is a skill that is marketable. This is how you can turn this into a passion that pays you over time. Uh, when you first started noticing people's powers, right? And people's uh, special abilities and you explain it to them, what kind of response do you usually get? Well, it's exactly what you just hit on. Um, So many people, to me, it's so intuitively natural to be like, wow, you're really gifted at administration, or you're really creative, or you really connect so deeply with anyone and everyone. And they're like, well, I didn't know any other way. And that's really my story too. Like when people would, you know, my childhood growing up, people would be like, you know, you're not great at sports. You're not great at school as far as book learning, but you're so amazing with people. And it annoyed me because I was like, I don't, what, that's not a skill set. And now I've learned that that is a great gift and a great skill set because I can make anyone feel alive and loved. And so, yeah, I think that often the response from people is kind of exactly what you said, like shock and like, that's not a superpower. Anyone can do that. Everyone does that. And it's, Um, just really helping them hone in and see the situations in their life, the things they've built or the even careers they maybe took on before the current career they're in or pursuing entrepreneurship and what skill sets were there and what character traits. And a lot of activities I do in coaching is really asking those in your closest circle because they say we become our five closest friends, right? Mm -hmm. So if, if I'm offering them, hey, you're really amazing at this and this is a strength and we need it because I believe we all need each other's strengths, right? Um, asking what their friends adore and see in them as their strengths. And it's always confirmed, you know, what they're really gifted at. It's one of those things that, uh, again, this is why people are gravitated to you. This is why the people are, those five people that are surrounding you, that's why they're there. It's because of that skill set that you didn't realize was a skill, but it's who you are. Uh, Let's talk about building a business around that because, Uh, oftentimes people kind of build businesses on accident, right? Most of the time it's like, I have a problem. I need to solve this. And in, in doing so, this is where their business is born. Um, but they, they can burn out because it's not really a passion of theirs. It was a problem that they needed to solve, not something they go on, uh, forever. I always talk about designing your life, right? Designing the life that you want and then building a business around that kind of lifestyle. It leads to more of a happy life, a successful life, because you're doing what you want to do every single day. Uh, I'm sure when you talk to people and kind of enlighten them on this particular skill set, it takes some time for them to kind of register it and then realize like, okay, maybe I do want to make some money off this. So when they do kind of come to that conclusion, What's that next step? What do they do? What do they come and reach out to you? And how do we get that process started? Yeah. So I start uh, often with um, coaching clients and even when I was building a large organization with what's your values? Like, what do you value most? And it's just exactly what you're saying, building your life and then building your business into it. So That is a huge, I do a values assessment with them. And then we really maximize on, okay, so for me, my values are connection, collaboration, and communication. Those are, if two of three of those aren't in anything I'm saying yes to, then they need to be passed off to an assistant. So 
I align so many of my choices and it's exactly what you said. Then I get to live from that fully alive space and that fully engaged space um, and really recognize there's so much more joy and creativity and movement forward there. So I really try to help them under, it is self-awareness, you nailed it, really help them understand who they are because that's something that's really lacking, right? In our day and age is that connection to ourself because we're so busy with demands and to-dos and all of the, you know, checklists that we forget to really connect with who we are and what we want out of life. And so for us, it was the circumstances of our life, our children's surgeries and um, hospital, you know, needs, specialist appointments that really made it so clear we had to create a business that fit our priorities and our values, which is obviously loving and empowering our children. So yeah, so I just... Every single person's circumstances, realities, desires is so unique. And so like you said, solving a problem is a big piece of it, but oftentimes we continue to grow. If we're continued growing in emotional intelligence and self-awareness, what we loved five years ago is mm -hmm. maybe not where we're as passionate about today. Um, and so learning to tweak that, like I remember in my last career, I just made a career transition this year as well as the coaching and in my last career, I got to this point where I just felt out of integrity with myself, the way the model was, the business was, the movement was. Um, and that was a big like, okay, I am aware enough and I've grown so much in these 10 years being in this business that now I have two choices. Do I stay out of alignment or do I make a crazy big scary choice um, to get in alignment? And when I made that choice, it changed everything. My joy came back. My creativity came back. And so, um, yeah, sorry. I don't know if that answered the question. <laughs> no, it, it did. And, but it, it got me thinking, like when you mentioned, you know, finding, getting into alignment with yourself, right? Can you kind of elaborate on that? What, is, what does that mean for somebody? How do they know they're, they're, they have their life in alignment? That's such a great question. Um, for me, I always explain it as where do you feel the most euphoric or alive or you know, we all have day-to-day -day things we have to do. We're not going to feel alive in, right? I mean, we just got to load the dishwasher and take out the garbage. It's part of yeah. life. But when you feel the most engaged in your skin, like this is who I am. This is how I want to show up in the world. What are those spaces? What are those experiences? Um, that's what alignment feels like because that's when you're truly living from the parts of you that are meant to create and coexist with others on this earth. And so for me, alignment is um, knowing I'm creative. And if I don't always have a creative space in my life, there there's limitations and I start to feel more heavy emotions, more spirally thoughts. So always having that outlet and it's different. It's unique for everyone. For some that might be, you know, family time. And that's a huge priority for me, or it might be a vacation. Um, but it's where do you feel most alive? And what were the elements of that? So maybe someone would say, I feel most alive on the beach, the ocean, the sand, you can't recreate that every day, right? But there's something about knowing, okay, that's what the like creating a life that's in alignment feels like this peace and this connection and this um, ability to really dip into who you are and live it out fully. So it's so unique for each person, but for me, a lot of it is really peace. Is That's really, if my, I'm feeling anxious and overwhelmed and stressed all the time, I know I'm not fully in alignment with what I'm meant to create and give to this world. And so then I have to do a lot of self-awareness checks. 
Yeah, and and I want to I want to kind of clarify this because I know for me personally, especially when I was when I was younger, and I would hear people talk about stuff like this, aligning things up, and and living your best life, and envisioning what your future is going to be. It sounds really like fantasy, right? Like it's not mm-hmm. something that's really going to happen. Because I at the end of the day, it sounds cool, and then I get in my car and I got to go deal with a customer, and I get a flat, or my kids call from school, like all these things are happening on mm-hmm. on a regular basis so you know for me it's it's one of those things where it's like who who is this person that we're ideally trying to go after and and i always talk about you know becoming looking for mentorships you know coaching's great uh it's it's amazing it'll help me get there but there's also mentors that i can look up to that have already done what i want to do and have have kind of paved the way for us when you're when we're talking about you know mental state how much of it is action oriented right where it's like okay let's get our mind right but we also got to remember we got to take some steps forward what are some of those action items that you set for your clients to to kind of take that idea of what they want and put it into play absolutely that's a great question and that is so true we can feel like it's like high in the sky i remember for so many years of my life being a young mom, just feeling like I don't have any room to dream and desire. And, you know, it's just demand after demand, but the choices are exactly what you're saying in the mental state we choose, right? In the perspective, when I get a flat tire, does it throw off my whole day or do I recover quickly? And that's mental tenacity, right? And that's a skill set. That's emotional intelligence. There's a lot to that to unpack. But um, a lot of the skills we work on is self-care. That's a huge one. Um, Mindset, you know, like, understanding your kind of, I call it your gremlin message, the message that always trips you up. It's generally um, really there because of comparison, because it's a huge, huge space we live in now with social media being so dominant. And so understanding those messages that creep in, that can look like imposter syndrome, that can look like a lot of things, you know, and we all have different ways we approach it and understanding your process. So do some people shut down, some people avoid, some people quit, you know, whatever it is that's making them feel all of that emotion and downward self-talk. So we concentrate a lot of self-care, emotional intelligence, self-talk, understanding your messaging, which generally comes from childhood all the way to adulthood. It's been built on a message. So for me, my message for most of my life is I'm not enough. I don't really deal with that much, but Mm. can it creep in? Um, It can creep in. It can still creep in. Like, am I doing enough? Am I you know, and so, but I'm aware of it. So I can change that narrative quickly. And one of the great tools I give people is gratitude and celebration. So we can get so stuck in the negative or like the challenges or the circumstances. And we're completely then missing the beauty and um, the privilege we live in, you know, and all of, all of the things, the connections and relationships we have. So when you can shift even, um, from a psychological psychological standpoint, gratitude and anxiety can't exist at the same time in your brain. So when you shift to anxiety, it's a skill set that you have to build. It, it takes time. All these skills, I always say it's a toolbox and you, we're always building it, right? So, and to your point of mentors, mentors should absolutely be in our toolbox. We should be going to them when we're hitting our walls. We should be listening to them when we need encouragement and movement forward. And so, Yes, it's a huge toolbox, but those are some of the places I really focus is self-care, knowing yourself, knowing kind of what makes you feel alive. So if that's adventure or creativity or um, so a lot of really self-awareness 
And um, that's unique for each person, you know, that journey. I too, I know I suffer from uh, not that lack of feeling worthy, right? And 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 the gratitude is so amazing because when you really step back and you're you can be grateful for even some of the some of the mundane things that you take for granted, like I'm grateful to have this roof over my head or the car yes. to get from point A to point B, right? And you start really evaluating, oh man, like I, I actually have a really good life, but what I'm complaining about probably isn't as bad, right? It's not great, but it's not as bad because at the end of the day, I woke up today, right? I'm, I'm, I'm yeah. standing, I'm walking, I'm breathing. My family's okay. The people I love are safe, right? We got food on the table. All of a sudden you're like, okay, I, I got this, right? Mm-hmm. We can still feel overwhelmed. And so what I train, what I'm training my students to do right now is, is goal setting. And it's only three goals per week, right? These are three things that I need to accomplish because I feel like at the end of the day, there's always something that comes up. You are like meeting number one of four that I'm going to be doing today, right? That fills up my calendar really quick. I could easily look at that and just feel like, ah, I'm going to lose more hair or whatever, right? But <laughs> having those three goals helps simplify that, right? And that's the coaching thing that I learned early on. Um, when you're talking to your to to people who feel that overwhelmed feeling, uh, is it sometimes because that to-do list or that priority list is like a million things long? And how do we how do we get that organized? Yes, that's so great. Yeah, I learned early on in my coaching career when I had a coach to do my three rocks of the day. So your three goals of the day, like these have to be done today. Um, and then counting that like gratitude as a good day. If that's all I got done that whole day, that was a good day because I got those three done. And some of them could be self-care related. They didn't even have to be to-do related. But for to-do lists, one of my huge training points is do a dump list, get it all out of your brain, get it onto paper. You can organize it if you want. You don't even have to. It could be every single thought in your head, every little thing like, oh, shoot, I forgot to, I have to clean the car, you know, everything on there and then prioritizing them. And really another huge, you know, work in my life, like I I had to learn how to really think about time and I'm a total underestimator, right? So I'm like, oh, I'll just do a post. It'll take me 15 minutes, get it up and going. I'll do a little interaction. I'll be done with my social media content in 30 minutes. Mm-mm. It's a good two hours sometimes, you know? But when I look at my to-do list and I'm not actually thinking in the fra- right frame of time management, and because I'm not like a time blocker, I'm too flowy for that. But If I'm saying like from one to two, I'm going to do social media content on three different pages, that's not realistic. So being more realistic with our time constraints and realizing that if we can prioritize things of like really where and to your three goals, it's like, what are you building right now? Or what are you wanting to create right now? And what are the most effective three things you can do to hone in and create that, right? So I think breaking down your goals into bite-sized things, that's always my hack. My life hack is bite-sized things and celebrating when you do. Maybe you didn't get all 30 things done, right? Um, But you got 15. Okay, great. Because to me, to-do lists are always rolling. They're always rolling, right? They move from day to day um, because like you said, kids and life and meetings canceling and rescheduling. It's just that's the movement of life. So if you can really celebrate what you accomplish and how you accomplished it, then it really can create more space for checking off those to-dos. 
it's the momentum right uh i heard i forgot it was some military guy that i heard and he's like make sure that you make your bed every day in the morning that's the first win of the day you literally got up you made your bed it's organized it's clean you're ready to rock and roll and i think setting up a day with a bunch of little wins like that puts you in the mindset of yes i'm i'm taking on the day i'm productive um routines and habits are also one of those things that you got to put into place it's today I had my, my Instagram message was about routine and habits and how we should just, you know what, focus on one that you want to accomplish. Get that one routine and habit in place so that you're not thinking about it anymore. It becomes second nature. And once you have it set in place then move on to the next habit and you start to stack your habits one after another. And I think it, it catapults you all of a sudden you're, you know, people around you are looking at you different. Like, how did you get all that done? I mean, I can't even do that in 24 hours. And it comes down to those routines and habits that you put in place for you in coaching and coaching and dealing with clients. How important is routines or standards that they set for themselves? They're so important. And, you know, again, that's another skill set that you have to develop, right? Not, not everyone's raised with routine and habit households. And so creating and there's so much pressure to do it like so-and-so or oh that's how they work out so I need to work out that way that comparison game and so often it's really looking at your life and saying what routines and habits can I stack into my life can I build into my life and that's one of my um, huge coaching spaces it's 10 minutes of self-care movement um, whatever it looks like reading and meditation whatever it is that fills your cup just 10 minutes a day will change your whole movement forward. And it is a win, like you said. And so that's a lot of times where we start. I mean, some women will have really good workout habits, but they have a lot of um, angry energy around it. It's like a have to, or a like, mm -hmm. it's not something they actually have joy from. And so sometimes we're just working on, okay, maybe that type of exercise hit isn't actually what's filling you up because movement's meant and intended to really ground us. So maybe it's yoga, maybe it's Pilates, maybe it's aerial. I mean, why don't you go and try some things? Maybe it's kayaking, you know? So really shifting that habits are like, you you know, they bring so much value to life and groundedness to our minds, our hearts, our bodies. And so when you can, and they're wins. So if you can create those. And so I do not make my bed every day, but I do not go to bed without the kitchen sink being wiped down. That was there one of the go. first habits. So it's really understanding who you are, right? And um, what serves you and makes you able to show up as your best version daily. And of course, there's days we miss it, right? You roll out of bed too late or the morning didn't go as smoothly. But that's why I really love micro habits because then, oh, well, I didn't get my meditation in the morning. I can pause for 10 minutes or a 15 minute meditation somewhere in the day. I can create that space because it's a non-negotiable to me, right? Like it is I'm a better person when I give myself that time. So it's kind of like anything, redefining um, some of these catchphrases that can make people goals, like, you know, goal setting can make people feel all like for clumped inside. Like I can't, mm -hmm. I don't know how, but really goals are creating the life you want, but you get to create it. We don't, it doesn't have to be a specific method. There are obviously rhythms and purposes, but um, so yeah, that's, that is definitely creating wins is the key takeaway of this, whatever that looks like and figuring out how to do that in your life and in your to-do list.
Yeah, those those habits and the, those routines that we put in place—they're literally doing well. They're going to create bad words for us, and uh, and and I always say that because you know, in our industry, in 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 creating content, the 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 fluffy stuff is what is sexy. It's what's attractive, right? Beautiful mindset and set yourself, you know, these three goals per day. But the reality of it is you need discipline. You need consistency. You got to push yourself past being uncomfortable. And, but, but when you say it like that, it's not sexy, but this is really what you're doing when you're setting up these habits and routines. You're, you're deciding on which exercise you want to do. You're deciding on how you're going to do your prospecting. You're deciding on all these things but it doesn't take away the fear or the discomfort. You're just learning to push past that and get going. Am I right? Yep. Yep. And I, for me, I think it's more sexy when you get to define it than when everyone else gets to define it. Right. Because I, that is, that is the problem is our disconnection from us. And it's just following like all of these programs and systems, the fluffy stuff, as you said, which all that fluffy stuff, right, is concrete and great if you're actually applying it. Exactly. But it's the application that isn't happening always because that does take commitment and discipline and really um, a drive to continue to grow and evolve as a human. And not everyone has that because that's another like, you got to develop that and really value that. And that's again, like if you don't value growth, then habits probably won't stick, you know, yeah, consistency yeah. probably won't stick, but consistency, that is, that is a huge one I focus on. And again, that's where I tell people to create wins. If you were consistent five days this week, that is amazing. You're establishing a new habit and movement forward. And really, I think so often we just move from thing to thing, to thing, to thing, instead of pausing, like you said, to have gratitude for the little things that are big things, you know, um, or to celebrate like, hey, I did it, you know, and I just think um, so many times we just don't pause. We don't pause. And the pause is so powerful. Yeah, and, and it's the reflecting part. You pause and reflect. You're grateful for what you got. Uh, I remember my brother was going uh, to his coaching meetings with his, with his networking group all the time, and they would set their goals. And one of the things on that goal sheet was a reward for yourself for achieving. If you completed your three goals this week, how are you going to celebrate that? And I would always have a hard time coming up with that because I'm like, why do I need to celebrate? What do I, I don't need anything. I just need to pat myself in the back. But you're right. It's so important to reflect and say, look, dude, I did this. Like this wasn't the easiest week to accomplish. I had X, Y, and Z happen during the week. And yet I still made my goals a priority and I made it happen. That's that's where the win happens for you. That's it pushes you to keep going. And the reward, well, I mean, it, it could be negligible, but the fact that you earned it, right? It doesn't matter if the first place trophy is this little thing that you hold in the palm of your hand or a big trophy. You won first place. You made this thing happen. Mm -hmm. So there are people out there right now that are looking for a little bit of help to set up these wins for themselves, to help them get in, into the right mindset so that they can have these habits in place. Who is this ideal person that you would like to work with? My ideal um, people that I love to work with are women who work at home, professionals, small business owners, um, anyone in the direct sales MLL. That's that's my jam. Um, I built super successful there. Um, yeah, I think p women who just really one of my key lines is if you feel stuck in life, there's an opportunity to move forward.
if you feel stuck, whether that's in a relationship, whether that's in career, whether that's, you know, there's just so many reasons we get stuck, right? But there's opportunity and often all we need is a third party. That's all we need. Coach, therapist, whoever you want, but you need a third party to really offer something, a different perspective and a different tool set and a different process. So those are, you know, I really, I really love watching people come into that self-discovery and that movement forward, especially when they've been feeling, you know, all of those overwhelmed, stressy emotions of like, this just feels off, or I just can't seem to move forward in this area. So that's my ideal client. Sometimes you just need Megan to come over and say, but why aren't you utilizing your superpower? <laughs> what, what superpowers? I have a superpower. Yes, you all do. You were all born with talents. You just need to yes. figure out what they are. And sometimes it's that guy that comes along, you know, like Obi-Wan Kenobi comes along and tells Luke Skywalker, bro, you're going to be the best Jedi of all time. I mean, you just need somebody to come be your guide and walk you through it. So Megan, if people want to work with you, how can they get a hold of you? Um, so MeganRoseCoaching.com is my website that I'm on. I'm also on Instagram at Megan Rose Coaching and at Sparkle Shine Megan. So those are great ways to reach out to me and connect. Perfect. All right, ladies and gents. Look, I tell you guys all the time, you need mentors, you need a coach. And the best way to figure out if a coach is good enough for you is to set up an appointment, have a conversation with this person. You never know who you're going to jive with. You guys got 30 minutes of talking to Megan. You know what she thinks about, you know, what her history is. But until you sit down and have that conversation, you're not going to know for sure if she's the right coach for you. So head over to MeganRoseCoaching.com, MeganRoseCoaching.com and reach out. Have a conversation. You never know where, what door is going to open. She might be the coach that points your superpower in the right direction. All right, Megan, one last thing before we head out, because I always ask this question. We're big on video testimonials. What was your experience like on the Business Bros? Uh, I loved this experience. You, you know, when I booked this time with you, you were so generous and offering advice and support. And I just really appreciate who you guys are and what you're doing in the world. You're just bringing such positivity and really great tools to people who are looking for that in their life. So thank you so much. Well, thank you for coming on the show. And a two o'clock spot means we got to give a shout out to Todd Armstrong, who's hooked you up to be on the show. So Todd, thank you very much. As always, ladies and gents, if you're looking for a spot to be on a podcast, you want to learn how to podcast like a pro, make sure you guys check out our website, businessbros.biz. And one more time, if you need to start looking for a coach, maybe you don't know what your superpower is, reach out to Megan. Go to www.meganrosecoaching.com. Megan, thank you very much for being on the show today. Ladies and gentlemen, we'll catch you guys on the next one. Peace. And we're out. It's over. Go home. Is your business in need of marketing? Try starting a podcast. But not just any podcast. Podcast like a pro. We can show you how to take your business from being invisible to becoming a brand people trust. Go to www.businessbros.biz 